0: Have everybody, all of the board members, on, and it's 7:02. We are live and ready to go when you are.
1: Right, very good. Thank you. Welcome this evening, everyone. Good to see you, Um, Brandon. We'll go ahead and start off with um, the COVID disclaimer.
0: Yes, thank you. Um, I want to provide a few reminders to ensure that the COVID-19 provisions of the Kansas Open Meetings Act are met. Uh, Board members and and other meeting participants must state their names and titles each time they speak. Various members of city staff are present via Zoom and in-person attendance, and we must also state our names and titles each time we speak. All motions need to be stated clearly. After a motion is made and seconded, the chair will call on board members individually to provide their vote. The chair will then announce whether or not the motion carried as well as a count of the vote. The agenda for this meeting uh, provided instructions for how to submit comment and how it would be handled. Written public comment, uh, um, I believe was received for this meeting and I would refer you to the agenda for that when we get to that portion. Um, The chair will call for in-person public public comment for those without access to technology, but I can report that we have uh, no members of the public in attendance in the commission room at this point um and finally i want to remind everyone to please mute yourselves when you're not speaking thank you
1: this is uh, tanya salvini um and thank you brandon really appreciate it um i think we'll uh go ahead and get started with the agenda um and i'm waiting for it to call up on my computer i'm sorry i had to restart my computer here um, and it's the probably the minutes, right? Um, so no, it's not the minutes. I'm sorry. I'm calling it All up right, Brian.
2: It, it's, uh, it's communications.
1: It's communications, okay. I'm sorry, my computer over here is just a little slow and I'm almost there, thank you. Um, so waiting i am terribly sorry okay well um uh, approval number uh, approved minutes is is a on the agenda correct
0: yes that, yes, that's that correct. is
1: correct okay i just want i'm making sure okay all right so let's go ahead and um, discuss uh the minutes hopefully you've had a chance to review those minutes um and uh, the floor is open for uh, motion or comments?
2: This is Jane Gibson, board member. I move we approve the minutes from the Approves previous the motion meeting.
1: by, uh, Thank you. This is Chair Salvini. The motion has been made by Jane Gibson to approve the minutes. Is there a second?
3: I second. This is Board Member Stephen Middleton. I second that. Looking for a second.
1: Is Chair Salvini, seconded by uh, Stephanie Littleton. Uh, discussion, comments, questions, edits. No, hearing not, none. And hopefully, I'm not freezing up. Um, we'll go ahead and start uh, to uh, approve the motion. Um, all those in favor, yay. All those opposed, nay. We'll start with Sanjay
0: um madam chair actually sanjay logged off but he's logging on uh one more time he was having audio problems
1: thank you okay we'll we'll go to stephanie Yes.
3: Uh, yes.
4: jenny board member robinson yay
5: marie board member marie taylor
2: yay jane Board member Jane Gibson, yes.
1: Bill,
6: Bill. Board member Gray yay.
1: okay. And um, Chair Salvini, yay. Is Sanjay back on? Sanjay. Uh, yes. We just moved and seconded to approve the minutes. All those in favor, yes. were yay.
7: Sanjay, Board member, yay.
1: Thank you. Okay, the gays have it. That's a vote of seven to approve the minutes. The next item on the agenda then <clears throat> excuse me um, is public comment. Um, Stephanie, would you want to go ahead and take the public comment section this evening?
3: Sure, this board member Stephanie. Thank you. Yeah, this is board member Stephanie Littleton um, Brandon I understand there isn't anyone that that's present correct right okay is anybody asked to, to speak this evening all right this is assistant city manager Brandon wire
0: uh, we do we do have um, a couple items of written correspondence that was submitted and that is attached to the agenda. Um, And then also we have, uh, it looks like one community member, uh, Alex Kerr is with us again this evening. And um, so we may ask if Alex wishes to provide general public comment.
3: Okay, very good, thank you. Yeah, um, I would start with, um, I would like to comment um, that there are two written um, documents that were submitted from Cindy Courtney um comments and praise to the uh noted praise february 11th community police board meeting so thank you to cindy for writing this and we really appreciate it as well stephen watts um submitted some written documentation regarding model use of police force uh force of policy for lawrence so thank you stephen for submitting that as well um I'm going to uh, move forward and, and I'm just going to ask Alex, if he would like to speak um, I don't necessarily know that we have to go through all the particulars on it. Um, but anyway, Alex, the public uh, is allowed to speak at any items or issues except those scheduled for discussion on the agenda. Uh, if you're wishing to provide a public comment, um, I think you've already you know, signed up for being on here, but that's fine. And you're the floor is yours. If you'd like to speak.
8: Uh, my, this is not my public comments later, or the next agenda item, or agenda items, not this general one. Okay, very well, we'll come back to you, thank you.
1: Okay, very well, thank you. Okay, we'll go ahead and go forward into the agenda items. Thank you, Stephanie, for covering uh, the communications, appreciate it. Um, the first is uh, the discussion to provide feedback related to the Lawrence police department website, following an interim, uh, presentation, um, uh, by the, com- presentation of the complaint process. Um, and so, um, uh, the action that we need to take, uh, this evening is provide feedback to the city staff. Is that correct? Uh,
3: yes. Okay.
1: Um, and so, uh, we didn't really have a lot of time as a lengthy and comprehensive, very substantive and wonderful presentation. In fact, I, I learned so much, um, uh, by the acting chief and, um, or interim chief. Um, and so, um, uh, what is the board's pleasure in terms of providing feedback to the city staff? Um, this-
3: board
8: member Stephanie
3: Bolton. One of the things I, I thought we were going to include in this piece of it is providing some um, suggestions, recommendations, if you will, or updating the Lawrence Police Department's website um, to enhance it for um, obviously the community to be able to submit a complaint to, to our board. Um, so I would, I would kind of like to open that piece up i'm not sure if we if we want to ask brandon maybe bring up the police department's website to see i don't know if everybody's looked at it recently they have an idea is that possible uh, brandon yes that is yes okay thank you i was going to ask lieutenant Ernst why you're doing that um or maybe you know brandon is
9: this on the left-hand side is this. This looks pretty new. The, is this- the left-hand side, without I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're referring to. It's uh, generally new. I'd say in the past six to seven months. Um, one, there was a request from board member Taylor. I think kind of uh, when she first um, became a member of the board of, of trying to make the uh, the complaint section more prominent. And so when I say that's the best we could do, it's the best we could do within the limitations of. Oh, what I want to say—the the 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 layout of of the website there.
3: Oh, it looks great, Lieutenant. Uh, Well, Uh,
9: thank you. There, there's work to do. I I would not say uh, thank you, but uh, there's definitely work to do.
3: Yeah, but I I went in there today and I was really I've looked at it several times in the last uh, handful of months, but I popped in there today and I went, wow, this is really nice. Um, Yeah, and it really stands out with complaints and compliments. The board. And then of course your twitter and facebook that you're infamous for um but i i was just gonna point out i guess and anybody can jump in at any point i'm just kind of rambling here a little bit but um i went in and looked at like at what is my next step and it seemed like that was kind of the area that was missing as far as contacting our board talks about the complaints and then then you kind of get into who you can turn submit the complaint to
2: uh-huh.
3: yeah like it says uh, complaint form may be printed off blah blah, blah you can contact on, und- and then it kind of i think it goes on down further let's see
9: can, actually can you go into the racial other biospace because that's oh even just the idea of submitting a complaint is that what you're referring to to the board I'm sorry, I couldn't really understand. I, I guess to be clear, I don't, I do not believe there's currently a reference to the board on this eg- current page we're looking at. Right. Um, I do believe back to the front page or the, the the landing page, so to speak, you can click on the citizens' board and it might provide direction there. Frankly, I don't remember. Yeah. It, but I, I could, I think the two things that we could potentially include. Ultimately, I can't make this decision arbitrarily on my own. Would be noting that. You can submit complaints to the board and not to the police department. That could possibly be on this page that you're currently looking at, as well as also then noting, appealing bias-based policing complaints to the board. I could, right. I could take that. Uh, I, I assume that's going to be your ultimate recommendation, and so that could potentially be included in this page. But I, I don't want to just unilaterally say, "Yeah, we'll, we'll do that," because I'm not the ultimate decision maker. But back yeah. to, back to the main page. There is a, there is a on that, that the side there, it's like one above or below where you can click on the citizens board. But I, I get it, it might be a little bit more intuitive to have it on the complaints page. Yes.
3: Yeah.
9: Yeah,
0: citizen board.
3: Yeah, I don't think it even, I don't think you can here either.
9: Yeah, so as the, yeah, as the ordinance currently stands, those two things I think would be pertinent and uh, um, it's, there's a possibility that could be added to that page in the context of what's already there
3: yeah yeah no I, I understand so i'm just kind of putting this out to, for the rest of the board for the thought since i'm not sure if everybody's had a chance to look but i was that's where it was kind of catching my eye that it just there's not any link i like that like i said lieutenant arts how how it looks now on the web page
9: I, I get it. i get it. it was it was unintentionally buried before and so i definitely did not agree with uh, board member taylor's i don't uh, observation there and so we were able to get that get that moved to the front of the page yeah,
8: that's great
3: other thoughts on the board
1: yeah um board member marie and then board member jenny
5: so, um board member marie taylor so um thank you very much for for bringing that more into the f- four on the page i think that's great um i uh, i think that it that I know we're 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 trying to make changes to the ordinance, but we should at least match what is actually the local law currently, which is that we we do have uh, appeal we, we are in a we, we do have an appeal function. So I at a at a minimum that should be included in the information about a complaint. And then um and then of course the other comments about linking linking uh, even with the racial and other bias-based um, policing that we should be mentioned in that section as a as a as a um, potential uh, complaint source for uh, you know giving um, being able to receive complaints, um, but what what really this is not really the police department's website. It's our own website that causes me some problems because even within our own website, it's it's hard to find out where you could f- file a complaint with us. Right. So so not only was it buried within the police departments, it's also buried in our own site so yeah i think you have to link into the archives in order to find the link so maybe if that's more of like a city manager question if we can have that also uh, looked
8: at yeah
0: yeah yeah this is city manager brandon mcguire you're in and, and just so i'm clear you're referring to the uh the legislative website that that has okay okay um Yes we, we can look at at that that really I mean that so that's a third party vendor that we use and it's really it's really to manage the 40 plus boards and commissions and committees and their legislative process. Um, that's not necessarily intended to be a, a website. but maybe what we they could do a- instead is develop a specific web page. Um, dedicated for this board I would want to engage our uh, communications uh, and creative resources staff in that of course you've been working with them on the Lawrence listen survey Um, and so I think that they've got a probably a good feel for for what you're trying to accomplish there Um, I can take that direction generally um, and and maybe we can we can work on some content between now and the next meeting and test drive that with you I, I I need to check on their their level of commitment or workload, but uh, hopefully we'd be able to maybe test drive uh, a mock-up website for you by the next meeting.
9: Another point of discussion would be, should we be able to include this information on our webpage, Um, and I'm I'm talking about the ability to receive complaints, is how you folks would desire to be contacted, and I I really am just speaking off my vague memory. I, I remember one submission to the board, and I think this was prior to Marie and Jenny, just shortly prior to where somebody had compiled some information on an officer. I'm just trying to help refresh your memories. Um, I, I don't remember if that was sent, sent to a police review board email or to one of yours in particular that was forwarded out to the rest of them. But I, So I, I asked more for discussion of you folks. Um, should we put this together? It's great if we put that you need to contact the police, community police review board, but what would be the desired form of communication? In, in the simplest, and of course, we can work from there. Is um, uh, sending a letter, you know, to the police review board at city hall. But also, gets that limits people already. I know there's better forms of communication, but that would be the simplest start, and then working our way from there. Uh,
1: Marie, did did that cover?
5: Uh, do you want? Do you have a continuation question from that? Uh, I think that under the ordinance, any of us can receive a complaint. So if we direct them to to the landing page for the board, it lists our phone numbers and our email addresses. So unless you wanna be specific, like you can communicate through any of these means.
9: I think uh, you've provided enough direction where, and once again, uh, I'm not an IT person, but we could probably make a reference like I did the board members listed here and the here would be a hyperlink over to uh, that information. That's what I envisioned, but I place no guarantees because I'm not the one that would actually be making this happen. Okay,
1: thank you. Ginny, um, uh, you also uh, had your hand up, uh, board member Ginny.
4: Robinson. Um, I do want to echo what Stephanie and Maria brought up, that having some sort of direct linkage to connecting with us on this page would be helpful. Um, and so looking under the complaints of racial or other bias-based policing, I know that there's a link to the policing policy, um, but I think just to, um, if someone's scrolling down this page, to maybe um, just provide in this bullet list. I'm sorry my dog started. Um, to maybe define uh, what it means you kind of have to scroll down through the policy to find that um, the LPD defines racial or other bias-based policing you, you know based on race, age, ancestry, sexual orientation, etc. So to me I think it'd be helpful to have it on that written out on that homepage. Um Instead of making someone hunt for what might be considered bias-based policing,
0: I will uh, add that to the
9: to the recommendations. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, any other um, comments or contributions to uh, on the feedback to the staff, uh, Marie?
5: marie taylor board member i i don't know if if, if um chief brexit sent out the presentation i think that was on the list that we would get a copy of the of the pdf i don't know if that happened and i missed it in my email um but would it also be possible to post that in the, in this information as well about complaints since it was so informative or did he think it was too like too skeletal to really give enough information for people without a presentation i don't i those those are questions yeah,
0: yeah this is assistant city manager brandon mcguire typically we i mean we, we wouldn't really post just a, a standalone powerpoint i mean so this this may sound sort of like an excuse but i want to give the board a little bit of context our this you know the, the city's website is a very large environment very layered very complex, large environment. Um, we recently, a, a couple years ago, we did a migration from an, the old platform to a new platform, and it was a massive undertaking. And so one of the things that we learned in that process was we, we really need to be intentional about um, content that we put onto the website. And so I would, I, I'd say that just because it caused me a little bit of concern about putting a single point-in-time PowerPoint um, embedded in the website because, unfortunately, there's a tendency for those types of things to get lost um, and and forgotten about, um, and then we find ourselves many years later once it's ir- irrelevant um, in a conversation where somebody's referencing it and it's created some confusion. So, um, I but but I do know what you mean, and and we have been kicking around some ideas um, amongst the staff about just how to sort of visually represent the complaint process in a way. You know sort of an infographic type uh, type example that would just make it a lot easier yeah. to follow so we we, we want to be responsive um, we just want to make sure we do it in in a way that's really going to work out
1: okay this is chair salvini follow-up to that marie taylor and then stephanie littleton R-
5: marie Oh, okay, <laughs> I thought I was in a line. Okay, um, so my recommendation then is to have it, have staff make some sort of infographic um, visualization of the of the complaint okay. process, and then, um, or some other type of brochure that they could have either available in the community as like a standalone doc, document that's available for people to pick up, and also on the website as a, some sort of PDF.
3: This is, uh, yeah, Stephanie, go ahead. this, this is board member, Stephanie Olton. just to add to it, I was kind of thinking the same way Marie was just some type of um, a flow chart, if you will, you know, something simple, like, simple, but what, you know, even if it's, a, you know, one snapshot of it that shows this is how it, it goes. And maybe however you're talking, Brandon, the digital digitization, that will be real small and simple to add in Mm -hmm. versus a PowerPoint. So just so they can get a real basic visual. All
1: right, very good. Any other comments or questions?
3: Go ahead, Jenny.
1: Bill?
7: Jane? I'm sorry. May I, okay. May I be recognized? It was Jane, let Jane go first.
2: I I didn't have my hand up. I don't know why I was called on. Okay.
7: I had my oh, hand up, Jane, so. I
1: thought someone said Jane. <laughs> Anyone else? Thank and you, Jane. Jane. Okay, Sanjay?
7: This is board member Sanjay Mishra. So I want to reiterate what uh, uh, Marie was asking for is copy of the presentation by interim chief Brixius, because I thought it uh, went through the complaint process in reasonable detail for us to understand. And then I'm not a data scientist, but I would encourage, especially for migration of sites, if we kept all the files away in some server, and then provided links to it. So rather than populate the site, uh, put links in there so that the data stays on a server somewhere else. Okay,
1: Okay. this is Chair Salvini. Thank you, Sanjay. Uh, Any other questions or comments?
3: It's Jim to talk, not Jane. To us, okay.
4: Oh. Jenny? Hi. Sorry, my dog. It's just started to make some noise. Sitting so right here. Um, this is board member Jenny Robinson. I'm, um, I'm just wondering, uh, I see where people can uh, submit a complaint online and print a like do a fillable P- PDF or print at home. Are there any um, paper forms to file a report available at the police department?
9: Yes. You can contact the walking in contact records division, or even traditionally they will call a supervisor to come speak, speak with whoever's there.
4: Okay. Uh, are, are those, uh, are, are, paper complaint forms ever made available anywhere else besides the police department? Or is that the only location that an individual could
9: uh, to, to be, um, no, I don't think they're available anywhere else, but I also want to be very clear that it is not required to fill out that form to file a complaint with us. So while it's a guideline to provide us information, it does not, you, we don't have some bureaucratic process that you shall complete that form. To, to be candid, most complaints do not come in on that form, they come in via a phone call. People either contact dispatch to speak with the supervisor. Um, or they call the office of professional accountability. So while the form is a guideline and there's no mandate or requirement for somebody to do that.
4: Okay. All right. Thank you. That's good information. And I also want to echo that I think having an infographic would be really helpful. Uh, so thank you. Uh,
1: thank you, Jenny. Um, agreed. I think uh, that sounds like it's a, a consensus of the group uh, this evening. Um, to, uh, about kind of a flowchart infographic um, that could be helpful. I see Jane's uh, hand up, Jane, board member Jane.
2: I'd just like to uh, return to Sanjay's request for the presentation that uh, Mr. Brixius made for us or interim chief Brixius made for us. And um, that I wanted to be clear that I, um, I think that what we want, well, maybe I shouldn't speak for Sanjay, but what I want is a copy of that presentation to me. I heard Brandon say, um, it's too complicated to put a standalone PowerPoint on the city website, but couldn't we each get a copy of that presentation just as a part of our own record so that we have that to refer to to better understand that process.
1: This, this is, is Assistant. Chair Salvini. I just received it in my email from Brandon.
0: So yes, this Brandon? is Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. I did, uh, Chief Brixey has shared that with me and I forwarded that to you um, the same night of the last meeting as soon as the meeting adjourned. So I assume it was buried um, in a month of email for each of you so sorry i, I it probably would have been helpful to refresh that
3: sorry the, this board member stephanie littleton we did receive it but yeah it came out and everybody probably just didn't see yeah
1: it.
0: i know i've received probably two thousand emails literally since then so right. <laughs> very understandable so you
1: just resend it though didn't i did
0: you, just resend it yes. yes
1: yes thank you
0: okay
7: thank you.
1: very good uh sanjay
7: quick comment and i thought maybe jenny was going to request that we have printed copies of complaint forms available for certain uh, in certain parts of the town for people for it to be more accessible to complain. And I don't know, I'm thinking just like we put out our surveys, different places, those same places, there could be a five complaint forms with a box put there.
9: To be speaking to the to the forms and yes, I, I, forms. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of the sustainability while we could go place them today, then it's the reminder to go refill them in three months repeating those forms are rarely utilized they're there, but the most common way is um, for for a phone call and another thing and I get I'm not I'm not. Um, what I want to say, dismissive of those that do not have interact, internet access, but the form is available to, available to anyone online. And so essentially it's available citywide. Uh, it, but those are just kind of some responses or thoughts I have. If we, I, I could see us go putting them somewhere in town, but then it's the idea of keeping the, the box full, so to speak. The sustainability of that idea.
7: So may I? Yes, Sanjay. So so my my point is yes, I think if we were confident and comfortable that the data on complaints we are receiving today is valid and reliable, I would accede to the point that you make. One of the things that we are hearing is, or we have a feeling that we are not seeing all the complaints. And all I'm requesting is that it be made more accessible. A single complaint person who could not turn in a complaint because they didn't have a cell phone, they didn't have a, uh, a website, internet connection, does not look well for the city and the board. This is and, a... and if we put it out for a year and see that, look, we put out 300 complaint forms and one came in, I don't know, but if none came in, then next year I will not say anything. <laughs>
0: This is Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. If I may ask a point of clarification, uh, Sanjay, are you, are you suggesting that these be uh, like, like forms or maybe a complaint box uh, located at different locations around the community that the board members would monitor? Or are you suggesting that we have city staff go out and, and monitor these, these types of uh, drop boxes, I guess?
7: I want to leave it to the board. This is Sanjay Mishra, board member. I want to leave it to the board to make that decision. But my goal is to give the community as much access to submitting a complaint as possible.
0: So Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, I, I would just, I guess, ask for some feedback about from the board members um, about the feasibility of that. Uh, I, I, I understand, I guess I understand um, you know, the desire to make the complaint process more accessible. I'm also very concerned about, um, you know, the, the, what could be um, sort of a logistically complicated process that doesn't have any, uh, really any potential for quality control. And so, um, I mean, we could put, we could put pieces of paper all over town um, and somebody may fill that out and think that they've submitted a complaint that's going to be received and investigated um, when, you know, there's all sorts of different destinations that a piece of paper could wind up. <laughs> and so uh, this just sounds, I, 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 think I, I think I understand what, what you're saying. Um, it, this just seems, to be quite honest, a little bit in the weeds for a, a, a board that maybe should be focusing more on policy. <laughs>
4: Uh, Jenny, uh, you had your hand up. I remember Jenny Robinson. Um, I, you know, I am right there with you Sanjay on wanting to make it accessible. And I think the idea of having an infographic with like a, a, a flow chart, including multiple ways of submitting complaints. Um, and I envision that being posted like at the drop in center at the shelter at the library. The library all over town and making it very mm-hmm. I think that would make it 2,000 times more accessible than it is now so I and that requires no maintenance from us really right. um, so that I, I foresee that being hugely helpful
9: I would like to seek guidance from the board should we should we seek that avenue out as far as the security of this information so should we have a drop or something, I worry about people filling out this form, providing their personal information, even their personal account of an interaction with the police. And then this form, I, I, I worry about the integrity of wherever this form might be placed. So if you folks could provide guidance or any thoughts on that as well.
4: Uh, I wasn't speaking of a form, um, a complaint form to be filled out. I was just speaking about posting an infographic on informing people how they can file a complaint. Um, the avenues that are currently open for them.
1: So it, to clarify then what she's recommending is instead of having the complaint forms out there, um, that the uh, uh, the ways in which a person can file a complaint are ubiquitous out there in the community. So the people know the process, uh, both um, online as well as at certain information Uh, locations where a variety of different people may be, who may not have access to internet.
4: Board member Robinson, yes, that's exactly. And you know, like at all these places I'm imagining, there's a phone available and- Sure. um, Yeah, so, and I think also having our, you know, how to contact the board might be helpful if we're comfortable with that, having our information out there.
1: I see Sanjay.
7: Support member Sanjay Mishra. So I'm old enough to remember the time when we had self-addressed and sender sendy paid stuff <laughs> envelopes. So why not try it? If you put out 100, we we spend 50 bucks, 100 bucks. You gotta make it more accessible, and the easier to file a complaint. At least the city will be on the right path to hearing its community members. At this point, it's a privilege issue.
1: Yes, okay, I see two hands. I see Stephanie's and then Jane's.
3: This is board member Stephanie Littleton. Um, Jenny, I, I, I'm following completely your point and I think that's a great point. It, it's not about um, the concern and I get that from the city as well. i them being able to to submit complaints and not have quality control. It's just about getting that info out there so people do know and understand the process. And that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing to get that communication in different places where likely people don't have other accesses. So I am with you on that. That's a good suggestion.
1: Uh, This is Chair Salvini recognizing Jane Gibson and then Jenny Robinson.
2: Uh, Marie was ahead of me. This is Jane Gibson.
5: So I think Marie oh, needs absolutely. to go before Thank me. Thank you. I didn't see Marie's
1: little photo there.
5: Board Board Member Marie Taylor. So uh, just um, to echo with, with Jenny saying is I think we're talking about a brochure. We're not talking about the forms because I think we already heard that most people call. So I think part of it is making sure that the phone number where they can call gets out so they don't have to bother trying to fill out the form. And then we don't have any of these issues with privacy or um, making, you know, someone feels that they were wronged by because their form wasn't picked up in a timely manner or any of all of those or the, the how the, it could be cost prohibitive to the city at this point. So I think that it's really a brochure that has infographic that is also a communication tool, but also a method of, of generating complaints if, if, if complaints are existing. Um, And and I think even it's been probably five or six months ago, the, um, the police department already said that that was something they would already pursue, that they would do a brochure. And I think the issue was, we're at a point where we don't know exactly what would be in that brochure because we're trying to work on the ordinance. So it's sort of like, which comes first? Do we want them to work on this brochure that says current practice? Or could they at least start that because the complaint process in essence won't change? That aspect won't change. So they can at least get started in that um, type of information, uh, getting it in the community. So I would say get started.
9: Board Member Taylor, uh, Lieutenant Ernst, we um, at your request had already come up with a mock-up of the brochure. It's been lying in wait. Um, admittedly, it's a rough draft. So maybe in the next meeting or two, I can't guarantee by the next meeting we can get it to you. It was put on pause after there was discussion about changing the ordinance or possibly uh, changing the process. So... That is on the, when I say it's on the to-do list, it, it was moved to the back burner, but we do have somewhat of a mock-up done, and hopefully in the next meeting or two, we could at least bring a rough draft to you, or a draft, excuse me.
1: Okay, um, uh, Jane? And then Jenny? Uh,
2: this is Jane Gibson, board member. Um. I have a concern that we are um, working to modify the ordinance and that that could make the brochure um, um, archaic before it even gets off the ground. Uh, I like the idea of having a flyer out there that shows phone numbers and the process, the infographic that everybody seems to be liking a lot. I like that a lot. Um, I think we should hold off on doing any print up of brochures until we know Um, where our ordinance is gonna go. And I don't think we know very much about that yet. I I mean, I think we know what we want, but I don't think we know what we're gonna wind up with. So I would just recommend um, holding off on a brochure and going forward with um, some sort of a flyer that's available in a lot of different locations around town just to make um, the complaint process transparent and uh, the ability for people to complain if they want to um, easy. The other thing I wanted to say is, um, you know, we're all responding here as though there is a a long backlog of complaints that haven't been filed. (laughs) And we don't really know that. Um, I do think that there hasn't been enough information. I mean, we all had trouble finding on the LPD website, you know, how to file a complaint and information about us was missing. So I think it's really important to get some of that information out there, but let's, I would like to see us get that out there, um, make the process more transparent, make contact information available, phone, emails, um, um, by you know, whatever is necessary on the, on the flyer um, before we do anything else with regard to a brochure.
4: Okay. Thank you, Jane. And uh, Jenny? Um, board member Robertson. I don't, I don't have a comment anymore. Thank you. Okay. Um,
1: uh,
5: any follow-up Marie? Uh, board member Marie Taylor. I agree with what Jane is, is uh-huh. suggesting. Okay. Thank
1: you.
3: Um,
5: anyone else?
3: This board member, Stephanie Edelton. Yeah, I think thank you. The, the, the primary is to, to possibly get this website updated. Um, I know that interim chief Brexus really was really open and, and you know, for our suggestions and how we'd like that and work with us. So, you know, that would be the primary and, and with a mock-up if uh, Lieutenant Ernst, that's when we might as well take a look, we're already in the March. So we might as well kind of see where we can go with it, you know, in the next month, but not necessarily have to roll it out yet. We can just... Very
1: good. Thank you. Okay. Um, anything else
3: on this, uh, item? So this board member, Stephen Hilton. So with where we're at on the screen, is this, uh, is, is this, are we in agreement? It should be added in here, uh, link to us. I'm not sure. I was just trying to go back to where we kind of, where we had started off with.
2: My thoughts were, um, yeah, Jane, uh, Jane Gibson, board member. Is there a reason not to put it in both places, here and on the the page that talks about complaints in general?
8: Yeah, I. And com-
2: by by it, I mean I'm referring to contact information and the possibility of submitting directly to members of the CPRB, which is in the ordinance that we're currently operating under.
3: Correct. For all complaint. Yeah. Yeah. Both places. For
2: complaint is what it
0: is. This is, this is assistant city manager, Brennan McGuire. I, I'm just going to jump in, um, and, and say, I, I think we understand generally the consensus of the board what you want to accomplish. I'll, I'll remind you, you did create a, a, um, community engagement subcommittee, um, we have met with with that subcommittee once uh, and and that was a pretty productive working meeting Um, i I might advise advise the board i think we've got some really good feedback good discussion and uh instead of getting into website design um on the fly by committee maybe either delegate that to the subcommittee or um or give give the the staff a chance to work on some some content and bring it back for your review later
3: This board member Stephan I think it's a great idea for the subcommittee to work on. <laughs> Let them go for it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, board member Jenny?
5: Uh, Marie was first. Oh, I'm sorry, Marie. Then Jenny. Board member Marie Taylor. Well, looking at the agenda, we may be really busy. True. <laughs> so I, th- I would like to propose that we uh, just direct staff to work on. Uh, presenting an update of this website, I think they are, they have enough direction. And to me, when I read it, it just seems to me as if it's just long overdue for an update and it just doesn't reflect what was the last major changes that happened with the board. Um, because it went from a being an advisory board to the police department, and then it, be, then it took on duties of appeal that I think just aren't reflected in the information. I just think that the, this information is Really outdated, and that they could, it would not take long to bring it up to um, to current status.
1: Okay. Any response? Comments? Uh, Jane.
2: Yes, I second that. I hope that. Is that a motion, Marie? Stephanie I'd like to second up. Excuse me, I'm, I'm seconding uh, Marie's motion. <laughs> I was
5: just being Marie Taylor board member <laughs> being so assertive I didn't realize I was making a motion it was so assertive I assumed it was <laughs> Marie can you uh repeat <laughs> please board member Marie Taylor this is okay I'll try so Thank you. um the motion is that we direct staff to work with the police department and and their communications. Um, departments and both the police and with the city manager's office to um, to do updates to the police department's website to include information about the community police review board and the um, and as as discussed. <laughs> I think that'll do it.
1: <laughs> okay. Is there a second of Marie's motion? Jane Gibson, I did that already
4: uh Ginny, uh, was that a second? Board Member Robinson, Jane, I believe, made that second. Pre-empty. Thank you. I think
1: I have intermittent internet access here. So thank you. Jane seconded. Okay. Um, all those in favor with the yay. All those opposed with a nay. We'll start with Sanjay. Sanjay,
7: Mishra, Board Member, yay.
1: Stephanie?
5: Yes.
4: Ginny? Board Member Robinson, yay. Marie?
5: Board Member Marie Taylor, yay.
6: Bill? Board Member Graybill, yay. Uh,
1: Chair Salvini, yay. The yays have it. Uh, passes, the motion passes uh, with seven. <coughs> Actually, votes. I did. you didn't ask me to vote, Tanya? I did.
2: You didn't? I didn't, I'm so sorry, Jane. <laughs> maybe I should, I should just abstain. No, I'm kidding. Of course I support the motion. Jane <laughs> okay,
1: I'm so sorry. Thank you. And that would be seven votes there then. Um, and so the feedback of the motion, is, is, that, uh, is that where we feel comfortable moving forward then? Um, so this infographic, I don't wanna, uh, maybe I missed it, but, uh, w- What about this um, kind of infographic that needs to be put together just to do a simple communication to folks that's somewhat ubiquitous about how to file a complaint?
9: Maybe we possibly get agreement from the board that the infographic would be similar to the brochure and then post ordinance if we need some more something more detailed or whatever we could go from there but brochure infographic I I view as sort of synonymous at this point.
1: Um, that will help us uh, move forward in the ordinance work that we have to do. Okay, very good. Thank you, everyone. Um, so Tanya. we'll move on. Tanya. Oh, yes, yes. Uh uh-huh. Member
2: Jane Gibson. Could we ask, um, Lieutenant Ernst, could we ask to see a mock-up of the, of the infographic at our next meeting?
9: I don't want to uh, place the timeline of the next meeting, but by at least by two meetings away, yes.
2: Okay, the next one is April 8th. Is that Not here, too soon. Yeah.
9: By, or maybe may 5th that's why i don't i don't want to i don't want to guarantee it by april 8th hopefully though
2: may may 13th is the one after that
9: okay yes hopefully for sure by that meeting
2: thank you that'd be great
1: okay may 13th and thank you so much all right i think we're ready to um move on to uh, agenda item number two a review and, and discussion Session of a preliminary Lawrence Listens public survey response data. Um, and thank you for providing the link there, um. Brandon. And I think uh, I also want to thank Marie for the work she put together that we were able to look at hopefully uh, before the meeting. So um, would the uh, committee like to um, discuss this, or
5: Marie, would you like to take this? <laughs> um. Marie, Marie, Taylor, just a couple of things. Um, Brandon, you can stop sharing your screen of the website. Yes, thank you. you and two, I didn't do any. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's you just have the PDF. Uh, I would like a PDF. You just pulled it from the website, right? But still, so, no. Thank work. you. But was uh, I thought it would be helpful to have a copy because it's 138 pages yeah. long. So yes. go us. That is fantastic to get that much feedback. I was really, and it's. It's, it's just great and i can't wait to for herself to read through it digest it and then also share it with the city gate consultant because a lot of the comments were really um holistic and um and just great data that we got from so many people it was i'm just really impressed that they that so many people took the time to just share their thoughts and it very thoughtful um yeah. and some very powerful statements so i hope i hope everyone. Um, not just us, I mean, I just hope everyone reads through what they, they, how they responded.
1: Absolutely, Marie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, uh, This is some good feedback. And I believe uh, there was an email that the email that came out from Brandon also uh, did answer the question about the accessibility that the um, consulting group had to it. And um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, Brandon?
0: Sure. This is assistant city manager, Brendan McGuire. Um, We, we, I I think I had previously stated that uh, our um, police study consultants, city gate associates were aware of and following the board's work on this uh, Lawrence listens topic and uh, that they'd be monitoring it and monitoring the feedback received through, through that forum. Um, They've, they've been doing that uh, over the last month and uh, I'll make sure to let them know when um, the, the, Lawrence Liston's conversation is closed, so that they can have that final uh, that that final set of input. Um, it's just you know that's this is good information for them, uh, good community context, and it's one of um, many parts of the the public engagement process that they're engaging in, or that they're conducting. Uh, i I may also um, uh, well. Actually, I, I should ask uh, Dr. Gibson, do you want to, uh, do you want to start because uh, we we had, had kind of talked about how to approach the, the conversation for this topic with the board would Would you like to jump in or would you like me to jump in with my portion of the discussion
2: um, Well, Brandon, I, I hope that we might start. Um, with your describing the distribution of the survey so we all have a good sense of where all it went. Great. Yes. Um, and I don't know if you've gotten, I, Jenny, I know, had picked up the hard copies and was going to, and I don't know, Jenny, if you were able to deliver those to him, but maybe we have a sense of how many of those we have to add in. So could you just give us a basic statistical rundown? Where did they go? How many did we get? Of what kind? And that sort of thing.
0: Yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh, Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. Um, so i'll i'll back up just a little bit um and just sort of remind the board a little bit about lawrence listens um so uh and for everybody watching at home um lawrence listens is a it's a forum for civic engagement um and it's you know obviously uh the the format the structure is in the form of a survey but i do want everybody to think about this as a forum for civic engagement it's a it's sort of a sort of a virtual town hall um sort of social media uh um, type type uh, engagement um tool um, and so this is obviously not a statistically valid it's not an attempt to be a statistically valid uh random sample survey this is you know this is a self the the, the pool of respondents are self-selected um and uh, we're not you know we're not going trying to accomplish a certain cross section or a certain distribution um, or certain sampling or oversampling within our community. So um, I just wanted to provide that context. Um, that being said, uh, you know we, we work and when you're working in public policy, which um, you know this board and any advisory board is working within the public policy realm, um, that's all very good uh, information for you to have, very good feedback for you to have and helps facilitate a conversation with the community. Um, so very useful information that was received. Um, uh, regarding the, the promotion of the survey, um, let's see. I, actually, before I say that, I do also want to point out, and there was some discussion before the survey went live as the board was finalizing it, um, but uh, I do want to point out that there are options to translate the survey into, um, ver- into literally dozens of different languages from all over the world. Um, and so that's, that's a really nice feature. Uh, we did have a question from one of the subcommittee members about, um, whether or not we had data on, uh, whether, um, different languages or the survey was submitted in different languages. We were able to confirm that, um, it would have been submitted in the language that it was completed. So. Um, all of our survey responses at least when I got in there earlier this week to look at it were all in English and so we can make a safe assumption that all this all of the surveys responses were submitted in English language um, but still uh, there there are options if somebody does want to uh, fill out the survey and read the survey and fill it out in a different language for that to happen um, so uh, Another thing I'll point out is the city currently has four surveys, and actually I think we may have gone live with a fifth just today, uh, live on Lawrence Listens, which is really good for the overall um, survey traction. And so what that does is it brings people who may be um, interested in taking you know, the, the pedestrian bicycle survey, uh, which I think is one that's live right now, um, brings them to the Lawrence Listens website, and maybe they see The community police review board survey and they say you know they decide that they want to review that one too and maybe fill that out and so you'll see um many uh you'll you'll see many more um people who actually viewed the survey or reviewed the survey than actually completed it um or provided responses to to at least some of some of the questions um and so i think that's one of the probably one of the explanations for that uh for that trend is that people you know the the level of consciousness and awareness uh, was raised simply by the fact that we had many other visitors to the Lawrence Listens platform who may not have been there um, intentionally to take your survey. Um, And as a result, we may have reached more people who otherwise would not have taken that survey. Um, uh, So in in terms of our promotion, um, we did an initial uh, social media post on Facebook and Twitter and that was in conjunction with the release um, announcing, a news release announcing the survey, and that would happen in mid-February. The survey got immediate traction um, and responses continued to grow steadily. Uh, We don't have data to quantify that trend, but um, we were in there almost every day watching it, and so we saw it for ourselves. Um, We did uh, additional social media in early March uh, through Facebook, Twitter, and Nextdoor. Um, and, and we did that to promote all of our Lawrence listen surveys. Um, and as a result, uh, of those social media posts, um, we did five, five total social media posts, uh, two were on Facebook, two on Twitter and one on next door the social media posts generated approximately 5,000 impressions total. So, f- um, around 5,000 people, uh, were, were, um, You know, saw viewed those social media posts, Um, and of those, approximately uh, 30 people directly clicked the link and went to the Lawrence listens page to complete the survey. Um, Also, a link to the survey was included in an article uh, within the the Flame, which is our online monthly newsletter. Um, And the email for the newsletter was opened 96 times and had four people click directly to the Community Police Review Board survey from that. Um, So that's that's the promotional activity. Um, And I I guess I'll say in addition, I did an interview with Rochelle Valverde of the Journal World um, and was grateful for her coverage of the survey as well. Uh, And then um, some of the board members uh, did some promotion on their own. Um, I know that uh, there was some promotion done to the uh, KU School of Social Work, um, the LGBTQIA uh, community, um, and that was done electronically through distributing the survey link. Um, Also, uh, the link was distributed through, um, and Sanjay, correct me if I mispronounce, but uh, Lawrence um, Utsav got it. All right. Um, which is a mailing list with 100 plus individuals, uh, who receive, receive that distribution. Um, and I know that, uh, uh Jennifer distributed 40 paper copies of the survey. Um, those were distributed to, to EC can, um, uh, independence Inc and the Lawrence community shelter. Uh, she did receive seven completed surveys. I received one in the mail today and I already entered that, um, that into the database, uh, that response. Uh, so eight total hard copy surveys were received. Um, and then uh, I know Ginny also uh, did a lot of promotion on her own electronically through her Facebook account um, and then through uh, multiple other Facebook groups, um, totaling a total, total membership in those groups of um, about 13,000 people uh in that that you know we don't we weren't able to track impressions or clicks directly but um certainly I, i'm aware that there are uh, about 13,000 people involved in those particular facebook groups so very very uh broad um, distribution of the promotion for this survey very very broad and in the context of our other lawrence listen surveys um, which you know we've used this platform for a few years now, and you can go on there and look at um, surveys that have been closed out uh, one, two, uh, even more years ago, um, and all of the responses are still there. Uh, which will be the case um, for how this survey is handled. Uh, you can you can see pretty clearly that this is one of the more popular surveys um, in terms of the number of people who responded to it.
1: Brandon. Jane?
2: Um, Jane Gibson, board member. Brandon, thank you very much. Can you tell us what the number is tonight, how many responses we've gotten?
0: Yes, I'll do that, and I'll take I'll take just another minute of your time uh, just to kind of show for anybody who's watching on YouTube or cable um, just how to navigate there and check out this info for themselves. Um, so this is the Lawrence Listens page. Uh, as of this moment, we have 394 visitors, and 245 responses. So 245 people have actually filled out one or more of the, the prompts or questions to the survey. So that is a very, very good response for the use of this tool. Um, and then also anybody or any board members, if, if you haven't already figured this out, which I'm pretty sure you have, judging by, uh, by the level of discussion and, and uh, feedback, you can review um, all of the feedback for yourself um, in this interactive way, um, it's you know, again, this is think more social media instead of um, you know like a like a um, SPSS or uh, or you know some sort of quantitative quantitative analysis tool. Um, so you're not going to get high-powered analytics out of this, um, but you can certainly review all of the responses for yourself. There's also a word cloud feature. So if you click on the drop down for each individual prompt, you can see a word cloud, which sort of emphasizes words that were used more, more frequently than others in all of the different responses. And then as you scroll down, then you see each individual response to um, each one of the prompts. Um, and so you can review each of those prompts uh, on, in, individually, um, and then uh, you can also download uh, PDF or these other file types. Um, PDF is probably the most user-friendly uh, for the, the casual user. And, um, uh, that will uh, provide, um, every individual response, uh, to the, actually, I probably shouldn't have clicked that, but that'll provide every individual <laughs> response, which is the 138 something page. So, uh, They'll so. come
1: up with those 138 pages. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Thank you for the opportunity All to right. review that information.
5: Marie? Board Member Marie Taylor. So I know we had we don't have a deadline set, but maybe we should talk about when we yeah. we would have a deadline. And I think we also talked about that you could get demographic some you couldn't get I wasn't sure if you could get demographic information uh through this tool, but um I know that we had talked about zip codes potentially. We could track zip codes if we weren't going to get demographic information. I don't know if we if that Depends on the types of questions asked.
1: Brandon,
0: if you if you give me just a moment, I'm gonna pull sure. up, pull this up, and I will tell you the the, inform, the data fields that we collected. Okay. So
1: and. Uh, um, Murray just real quickly was that to cross reference on particular
5: questions. Um, board member Murray Taylor. I think it was just to find out more about who was in, who was who, responding. who responded. Okay, thank you.
0: Yes, yeah, so. Um, and, and I believe actually I believe you can get all of this. Let me just check this real quick. Um, so, so we did not collect uh, demographic information. Um the the location uh and, and I think you you said it uh board member Taylor is is to kind of get the zip codes to tell if people are residents of Lawrence or close to Lawrence or if they're maybe in, in different locations around the county or state or otherwise. So. if you send it to your email, I can get it up there.
9: Okay.
6: Yeah. Um, Bill? It's a question for Brandon. This is board member Graybill. Does the city have the ability to collect info, all kinds of information from the survey, the people who answer the survey?
0: Um. I, I believe people can uh, voluntarily enter their their some demographic information when they create an account, uh, uh, like a profile to take this survey, uh, like when they would sign in. Um, but that is all voluntary basis. So we really we, we, we have a very limited ability to collect information about specific individual respondents.
6: What What specific information do you have, the ability to gather? without the knowledge of the person who is giving the answers to the survey? None. Okay, thank you.
0: Yes.
1: Okay, Um, thank you, Bill. Jane? Um, I thought I would
2: address the question of the gathering demographic information. Um, We had a conversation the three of us, uh, Stephanie, Sanjay, and I with Brandon and Porter and um, doctor Faris Mohammed on, I guess it was Monday. Um, and I had not understood before that um, there would have been an advantage to our asking that. And we could have collected it, but we would have to have asked it. And we didn't ask for it uh, because this is a self-selected sample. And what that means is that even if you know what the distribution of demographic information is for people who do respond to the survey, It doesn't mean anything for that particular demographic group. So you can't say, you can't say that we have something that's representative of a certain demographics point of view. So um, there was no reason methodologically for us to gather that information. And... um, in my experience, when you ask for that information, sometimes people just won't do the survey because they feel like it becomes more intrusive. So it's, you know, there was, since there was no methodological reason to do it, we didn't do it, but then talking to Dr. Mohammed, he was saying that um, getting that kind of information actually would have helped the city to know just which demographics are in fact engaged in city governance, which are engaged in what kinds of questions city governance is asking. And that would have been helpful to the city. Um, And so for that reason, I'm sorry that we didn't gather that, but it would not have helped us as far as learning um, about what community opinions are with regard to to this particular survey and its responses.
1: Thank you. Any other comments or questions, Uh, Bill?
6: uh this is more board member Graybill. this is a question for brandon uh does the use of cookies allow the city to gather any kind of information uh regarding those who answer the survey assistant city manager brandon McGuire. Uh
0: i can speak for the city um and i am not i am not an expert on the use of cookies um but this is a third party vendor uh called open gov that um this is their product so if somebody were clicking on cookies it would be for a third party vendor's product it would it's not even though it looks like it's going through the city website it's not the city's website Um, it's not the city's content so we are we are a a, um, customer of that third party vendor
6: well, the reason I ask that is I, I encouraged a lot of people to take this survey and I think unanimously, of course, they're all older people, but they chose not to because of the use of the cookies.
0: Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, I, I did receive, I was contacted by um, at least one community member who requested a hard copy, a paper copy Um, and we emailed that to them. And I I assume that maybe the the person who uh, mailed me the copy back, the completed copy, um, and the specific concern that this person had was related to cookies. That's not something that the city has control over. Um, Just being that this is a third-party product, uh, we could maybe try to find a different product that doesn't require the use of cookies on somebody's computer, but... um, that, you know, that would obviously be a system migration. Okay, uh,
1: thank you. Um, any other comments or questions? Uh, Jane? Well,
2: unless there were comments or questions, Jane Gibson, board member, unless there were comments or questions about where we are, I was about to move us forward a little bit. Is that okay? Or yeah. I yes, don't wanna, absolutely. I do wanna the conversation if somebody else has something to say. No. Um, Um, Well, I guess the the three of us, Sanjay, Stephanie and I agreed um, that the sample size that we have is significant and large and um, gives us a lot of really great data and that we should close the survey tonight with the board's approval. So um, I'd like to make a motion on behalf of our subcommittee that we close the survey tonight with uh, 200 and I think it's
1: 59 responses. Okay, there's a motion on the floor. Is there a second, Jenny?
4: Uh, board member Robinson, can I request an extra day or two because I need to input the paper surveys I picked up, um, and I haven't been able to do that quite yet. But this weekend, uh,
5: board
1: member Marie, and
5: then Jane. Uh, board member Marie Taylor. I would also like us to put a notice on the website that gives people a notice that, and then, and then another three until the end of the week would be ideal so people who may have seen it can know right now it says there's no deadline so i wouldn't want it to go from no deadline to closed immediately and also i have to go pick up the surveys at the library if there's any so i have not and i don't even know how you input them jenny i'll have to talk to you okay board member jay
2: um, my understanding from Jane Gibson, board member, my understanding from our conversation with Brandon was the staff will input the answers from the hard copies. So if you can just pick them up and get them to Brandon, that'll be taken care of for us. And that is a great gift that they're giving us because that's no small job to do, um, although it doesn't sound like we have a ton of them. So that's a, that's that's um, its own kind of good news, even though, of course, we would like to have you know, more than rather than fewer of those. Um, I don't have a comment about um, extending the deadline. I, I still would close it tonight, but I'm okay with waiting. Um, I, I guess the, the deadline that I would want to call then is the date that Marie can pick the, the hard copies up from the library, because that would be, <laughs> you, cl- you know, they have to all be closed at the same moment, right? So so maybe you could tell us Marie, what day you could get those and that
5: would be our closing date. Marie Taylor, board member, I'll see it's is a little tricky question. Um, <laughs> Um, I would like to say that we close it um, we let it go through the weekend so I could pick up on Friday and then give it to give um, get it to to staff whatever ones that are at the library to staff to city staff on Friday and then people online would have until the week finish the weekend so close Monday morning. Hey
1: Jane. Well um.
2: If you pick them up on Friday, you're going to go back on Monday and get anything that might have turned been turned in on the weekend. They need to be closed at the same time. So if you want to pick them up on Monday, then we close them all on Monday. Right. We don't we don't close the hard copies one day and the online on another day. So whatever day you want to pick them up is the day that we ought to close
5: it. Marie Taylor Monday. Thank you. Okay. Okay,
1: Marie Taylor Monday. Monday sounds like the deadline. We've got a motion on the floor. Would, it, uh, would you like to modify your motion, Jay? What's the date? 15th. 15th? 15th. Um,
2: yeah, I'll, I'll amend the motion to propose closing the survey on the 15th.
4: Okay, and I see uh, Jenny has her hand up and Sanjay. Board Member Robinson, I, um, Jane, I received your email and reached out to Brandon, and he gave me a different set of instructions, so Brandon, ah. I don't know if you wanted to speak on that
0: assistant city manager um and and jane i apologize if we had a different understanding of our conversation in the subcommittee meeting um i I thought that uh the board members were going to uh, fill out the surveys but if it turned out to be a a monumental task if there were um, lots of responses received in hard copy then staff uh we would try to find a way to help out um and so jenny and i did connect and since she had seven i walked her through how she could enter those um, and she advised that she'd be able to so i would encourage um board member taylor to contact me uh, whenever you pick up the surveys let's talk at that point and figure out the best way to enter those okay Uh, board member jane um no i was
1: sorry
2: i was just waiting for a second on the motion
7: okay i was going to do that
1: sanjay okay very good
7: i was going to do that and so is the time going to be midnight monday tuesday or 5 p.m monday
0: assistant city manager Brendan mcguire i'd encourage you to get um open-ended and let us work with staff to figure out when and, and how to close it
2: okay Brandon, this is Jane Gibson, board member. What does that mean? Because we don't wanna keep it open. We wanna close the survey, we have plenty. We need to close the survey. So if you keep it open until staff gets around to closing it, that defeats our purpose. Could you please tell us what that means? Waiting till, till, uh, to work with staff on that?
0: Assistant City Manager, Brandon Guyer. My, my point is that I'm gonna, so the staff, re, the staff reports to me, so I'll go and I'll meet with the staff and I'll let them know that we wanna close it on Monday and uh it'll probably be a very quick and simple process for them to do but i want to make sure that i have a chance to let them know about that and give them an opportunity to do it so if the board is overly specific about this the exact time that it will close i feel like that's a little bit too um too narrowly scoped if if you give us the general direction to close it uh monday then we'll get it closed monday for you
7: okay thank you so here's team Can I at least redo this and say before Tuesday? (laughs) The survey will be closed before Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Uh, So Does that help? Brandon? That's very helpful.
0: Thank you.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we have a motion uh, that's been introduced and amended and helped. And seconded and re-amended and seconded and uh so anyway uh so and that's to close the um close the survey on the 15th um all those in favor yay all those opposed nay uh board member sanjay
7: board member sanjay yay
1: board member stephanie uh, yes board
3: member stephanie yes
1: jenny board member robinson yay board member marie
5: Board Member Marie Taylor, yay.
1: Jane? Jane Gibson, yes. Bill?
6: Board Member Gray, Bill, yay. Uh,
1: Chair Salvini, yay. The vote is passed uh, with seven votes. Um, okay, I've also on this uh, agenda item, thank you all, uh, is to have a conversation about the suggested training. Is that correct, Brandon?
0: Assistant, city manager McGuire, um, board member, or vice chair Littleton uh, submitted this uh, form that's attached to the agenda uh, um, this afternoon. And I, I believe it's an example of the type of um, form to get some some common analysis. And I know the subcommittee wanted to talk about how to approach uh, some some um, synthesis or or, you know, just how to process all of this feedback. So I might turn it over to, to Jane or okay. Stephanie to talk about that.
1: Very good. Thank you.
7: So you should share the screen so that they can see what
8: it is.
1: Okay. Um, so the request is to share the screen, and we've got uh, board member Jane. Ricki- Thank you. This is Ricki. board member Jane
2: Gibson. Um, I, before um, Stephanie talks about the model, which she produced, and it's a, it's a very, very helpful model, I hope, um, she put a lot of time and energy into that. So thanks just tons for taking the lead on that, Stephanie. Um, I wanted to talk briefly about what we can and cannot say about the responses of a self-selected sample. Um, and if you all already know that, then I'll just, I'll stop now. So you can raise your hands if, if you, if you already know that, you know, just, I can stop it. But if you don't know that, then we probably need to just go through what we can extract and what we cannot extract. Okay. What we cannot do with it. So, okay, well, I guess I'm, I'll be brief. I promise to be Please. brief. Let's
1: proceed, yeah.
2: The um, In a self-selected sample, it means that the, the, the people who answer it generally tend to feel strongly one way or another. And if you look at the Likert scales on that survey, you'll see that you get um, something that would look if we were doing quantitative data, if we were doing statistical data, uh, it looks like a bimodal distribution that has... Um, People who feel very strongly for or very strongly against with a few people um, in the middle between those two extremes. Um, But that is a reflection of what it means to um, speak for oneself because one is moved to speak. And that is not what a random sample produces. So... um, I don't wanna talk about random sample, but what that means is that that what this survey represents is this survey and not anything beyond this survey. So we can say that it represents the voices and the opinions of the people who took it, but we can't say that it represents the community or any demographic within the community. Another thing that we, um, we cannot say uh, we, is we can't turn this qualitative data into quantitative data. And that's again, because it is self-selected data um, so even if we had, let's say on, on um, the question that Stephanie analyzed, let's say we had you know, 75 people that said we need more experience, um, we need more training in um, law, law enforcement officers' experiences, we need that. Um, even if we have 75 people who say that, that's still for our purposes, one, it's not 75, it's one. Um, if we had um, you know, five people who said, um, we should uh, shut down the CPRB and and uh, because we don't really need that in this town. That's still one opinion, right? And so um, that that is to say that we can't make this quantitative data because it's not representative of the community, right? I hope that's that's clear. So when we go through and we read um, the surveys and understand what's in them. Um, We're looking for different kinds of suggestions, different kinds of opinions, different kinds of answers. Um, But to the extent that answers get repeated, that doesn't help us because those because the quantitative element there doesn't increase the value of that answer. It just means you had two people who said the same thing. Okay. So I'm gonna um, stop there. I think we'll have more to say about uh, what we do with it. But I think Stephanie is um, ready to, are you ready Stephanie to talk about how you produced this particular model and how this might help us all. Um, I guess I should say the one thing before we get to that is that the three of us have this high hope um, that the board will divvy up the questions and each of us take ownership of one to do the analysis of it. And then each one of us would Um, produce something like Stephanie produced on our one question. I know that that's asking um, a lot of work for everybody, but it's an awful lot of work if we don't divvy it up. So we're hopeful that that you will, each of you, take a question, whichever question you want, besides number three, which Stephanie has already done for us. And that's all I have.
1: Thank you, Jane. Um, I have a quick question, but, Marie, I think your hand was up first. Mm
5: Board Member Marie Taylor. Uh, first, I want to thank Jane for laying that out because okay. I was going to need that kind of guidance in terms of how. When I saw saw the the, the data that we were able to gather, it was um, overwhelming, um, and it and it and um and so I was thinking along the same ways, but it was really nice to have that framework for how we approach this as a project to try to digest all this information, and um and the way I was thinking about it is. Not in the such with a research hat so much, but really looking for themes and, and information that could help us. But and I thought, well, this is so much. And 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 sometimes people answered one question, but it actually was in another question, someone else used their open ended question to say the same kinds of things. So I'm it, it it's it's very dispersed information and very overlapping. And a lot of I would say. Mm, it's from just this first glance, some of it was just not even about the ordinance. It was not valuable, but it was more about general concerns about uh police community relations, um police policies, right? Things that I thought, well, when Citygate reads this, this will be very inf- informative for them. We need to mm-hmm. pass this on to them. So, mm-hmm. so, so. It, it, it was, a, it's very hard to figure out where to kind of, where, where our footing will be. So I really like this framework and thinking it in terms of like, more like getting value from the, the from holistically, thematically, what, what are general concerns and, and some of them are just completely the opposite. So it's. It really did feel like information you get if you were if you were to have a town hall or, or you know a community forum. It, so it, it it does mimic that very well. Um, um, so that's that's my comments. Yeah. Well,
1: I I I don't think I need to comment now, Marie. Thank you. I I completely agree. <laughs> you t- you took a you took everything I wanted to to talk about, but I think the framework again, Jane. I want to uh, reiterate that was was really good. And um, Stephanie, putting this together, and and I too, and running through, saw a lot of themes. Um and um and then saw where uh, it was an opportunity for people, like you said. A town hall where people could um, to felt comfortable to um, express um, their concerns there or make comments uh, uh, about things. So I really appreciated that. Now, I, uh, uh, on the bottom of that page, uh, Brandon, if you can scroll down, and I think uh, Stephanie's analysis addresses that the responses that fit other questions, right? Um, yeah, uh, and so. Um, I really like that. Stephanie, do you want to talk about that a little bit? And and, and I guess a second question to that would be, Jane, in um, suggesting that all of us um, invest in this and engage with it in ways um, that Stephanie has, uh, which I think is a great idea, Um, do we want to lead the readers or ourselves to where that response might fit? Or do we, and that's just a question, okay, that I'm putting out there, so. Um, Stephanie, do you want to talk about that?
3: Yeah, I'll talk about that when I get to that point, but that's a good point. Um, This board member, Stephanie Wilton. And I think, Jenny, did you want to bring up something before I got into this? Did Jenny have her hand up?
4: No, I didn't.
3: Okay, all right. Well, so I just want to start with kind of what a wonderful segue, Jane. You laid it out so well. And I, I just have to say working with Sanjay and Jane on this has been fantastic. I have I learned so much from both of them. We all kind of come at different angles. Um, but they both gave me a really good insight when I said, look, I want to dig into this. I can't wait any longer. There's so much data. There's so much information. We've gotten so much feedback. And to Marie's point, there was so much that kind of went everywhere. And it was just a broad, you know, amount of information that I was like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. Um, But how do we bring that together? And Jane and Sanjay gave me some really good points. Uh, I kind of threw together a list just trying to figure out how to start working with all the data on one question. Because I was like, this is kind of overwhelming. And Jane really gave me the kind of the format of, okay, so take what you've done. And she gave me four or five really good points that helped me kind of come to this. So I didn't come up with this on my own, you all, but I I pulled all this together, but I get great feedback from Sanjay and Jane. So let me just start with, this is basic, I'm just gonna say this simply is a model to help produce some uniformity to what we're wanting to do here with our process um, and the type of list that each of us will want to produce. So like Jane, I think Jane maybe mentioned or Sanjay that we're basically gonna ask for each one of us to take a question and start going through all those responses and start putting some order to them. And so this is just my model, if you will, that I threw together, try to make it simple and build from it. Um, So starting with, um, this is the question I picked was number three, what other kinds of training, if any, would help the CPRB promote positive and fair community police relations? Um, started starting off with, I just kind of tried to put a summary together, taking all of it after breaking down redundancies, um, you know, trying to dissect through it, some quick reads, if you will, identified responses that better fit other questions as you see at the bottom. Um, So that's what I did. So basically I'm going to go through this, the summary real quick. So the CPRB needs training and, and law enforcement Officer experience with an understanding of the availability of local public resources for alternatives versus police intervention. Additionally, uh, our board should be trained on officer recruitment processes, data collection and vis- visualization to provide meaningful data to the community, application of state statutes and city ordinances, understanding issues unique to various populations, and history of policing and its inception in America. So um, going on down, I, so I just listed it out. And then I know this is kind of smashed in there, but I didn't really want to make it longer. So, um, but you can see kind of the, the mixture. And as you go through and look at the responses, you'll see a lot of these are reiterated over and over again. So it really does make sense to kind of bring it together. And I think I ended up with, there were at the time three or so days ago, I did this, there were 128 responses and I put it down into like 19 into a list. Um, three of them which go to other questions. Um, Then you go ahead and move down a little bit further if you would bring them, thanks. So then I I pulled those out, right? The ones that were identified, a lot of reiterations. So I just made a consolidated list of the different ones. Um, Lots of really, once again, feedback. Um, All of these kind of fit into this particular question, you know, for our training. Uh, I won't read through them all to bore you all, but they're really good.
8: Um,
3: and then, yeah, I'm getting down to the bottom is responses that fit other questions. You know, I, I think the 17, 18, 19 truly kind of fall into that last, that seventh question on the, on the survey. You know, it's to catch all. Um, really good points. Let's see if I can move my little. Picture of everybody over. We also need training and education for citizens uh, of Lawrence as to how to interact with law enforcement, responsibility, respect, and how to act in situations as they interact with law enforcement. We as citizens are not exempt from this responsibility um, as our law enforcement personnel attempt to improve. I think this was such excellent feedback. Then we have spent time looking at the demographics and areas of Lawrence that have the highest police calls and do community work there. Great feedback. I would like to see coordination and cross-representation of CPRB and, and the police. Perhaps they could grow to understand one another's points of view. Wonderful feedback. So not necessarily fits into this, right? But back to Marie's point on the whole town hall, we've we've gained so much valuable information here. Yeah, Marie, go ahead.
5: So I, I love this way of trying, trying to digest information because and in, 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 in splitting up the work too is, is really good. Um, would it be possible on the responses that fit other questions if we coded it that way? Like we coded, like if you come, like for number 17, if, if you think it fits into a, a different question, you could put that uh, in, pare- pare- like in parentheses after it so we could kind of track it a little bit. Absolutely. Because then we could even take these and move them where we think they could go, and just because someone made it in one list, we could move it the, the response to someone else's list. Um, and then also, it may be that they don't fit any of the questions, and then we can somehow label that differently too. That this is this is more of like a general a general concern, and then we can you know, we could easily get those up, up to City Gate. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thank you, Marie. Uh, board member Jane. Jane Gibson, board member, Um,
2: if if you have a question, I mean, if you have a response that doesn't seem to fit any of the first six, you can put it in seven. But if you have one that fits the first six and it's not the question that you're addressing, um, I can't think of how, I think it would be fine to send it to the person that has that question. Um, There's no reason to delay that process. Even you know, if it goes to a different question, send it to the person who's doing that one. It doesn't violate COMA if it's just between the two of you, right? And then we would have the the we'd have the analysis move forward instead of delaying and trying to yeah. use some interme- intermediary to handle that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, now I um, read back to your point. I started to put in parentheses after each one. You know, I thought each one of these fit number seven, but I think I'll go back down, yeah, add that that way. When we pull the raised together, we can kind of see what, what each one of us were thinking and help guide those. So now that's a good point. But just so everyone knows, everybody that's listening at home as well, that I didn't, these are in, these words are not mine, these are pulled directly from the surveys, so these are in the words of the citizens that put these survey responses in.
5: Understood, understood. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, Board Member Marie? Um, board member marie taylor so the summary is your words at the beginning kind of synthesizing it and then the responses so is the will the instruction be to verbatim put those responses in the in the list because some of them are quite lengthy so i i'm just wondering like how how to approach that
1: okay board
5: member jane
1: Jane gibson
2: board member um sometimes um in 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 managing and trying to assimilate qualitative data, language really matters. And it'll be up to us, each of us, to decide if there is something about the way the language is chosen that we want to preserve. In that case, you would keep those words in there. But because you're probably going to find a lot of redundancy in some answers, it won't make any sense to try to choose X person versus Y person's words because they'll be about the same meaning. So the only time that you need to worry specifically about doing something verbatim is if you really feel like the language brings some nuance, some important um, consideration because it's more subtle, because it's metaphoric or something that you think actually helps us understand it. But, you know, each of us will have to use our judgment to decide that otherwise um, I wouldn't worry so much about doing verbatim verbatim. Although if you get, you know, one really great answer that seems like it's pretty fleshed out and it's contextual um, and it really gives us insight. um, And then you have, you know, two other people who have similar answers. I'd, I'd use the richer answer myself. That's what I'd probably choose to keep is the richer answer. Very
1: good. Thank you, Jane. Um, Stephanie, is there any other insight that you want to
3: provide uh, to us on that? And then we'll talk logistics. You know, this board member members, I don't really have any more. I just I hope this really helps give everybody some clarity, because once again, it seemed like we've had so many responses that there were so much. I was like, where do we begin? But uh, no, I, th- I think just want to try to provide some kind of a model to, to get this one pretty good.
1: Okay, very good. Um, so uh, does the committee want to talk about the logistical approach in in getting this done as quickly as possible,
2: Jane. Um, Jane Gibson board member. Well, um, we will begin, I guess, after we have the hard copies um, entered, um, then we would be able to, I mean, anybody could start working on them in the meantime, I guess we haven't agreed yet that everybody would take a question so I, I don't want to be presumptuous and say, yeah, everybody's going to take one and let's move on because we really need to have an agreement about that since we're asking people to do this work. Well,
1: let's Let's start there.
2: Yeah, let's Uh, take that step and then see where we go from there.
1: Okay. Let's go ahead and start there then. Um, There are, excuse me. Oh my goodness. Hmm. So um, there's a recommendation for board members to take questions. Um, to do analysis uh, similar to what Stephanie <clears throat> excuse me Stephanie's done uh, let's have a conversation quickly about that um, and it looks like <clears throat> excuse me just a minute <laughs> I'm sorry Stephanie can you go, okay. Okay.
7: Yep. go hey,
3: Sanjay go ahead
7: I was just going to say one of the reasons why we thought it would be good for each person to take a look at it is so we developed an intimacy to the responses rather than uh, getting a second person's view on it. So if your question was uh, swung one way, and then you heard everybody else saying something else, then uh, we needed to have a discussion. But if you hadn't had a chance to take a look at any question, then I, I think anybody, anything somebody said would be good.
1: <clears throat> okay, any other <clears throat> recommendations? Uh Jenny.
4: Mr. Robinson. I just wanna thank Stephanie for for laying it out like this. I think that's really helpful. And I love the idea of us each taking a question and really diving in.
1: Okay, very good. So it's recommended that each one of us engage with the questionnaire by uh, being assigned uh, a question. And Stephanie, would you like another one? (laughs) Okay, just. Kidding. Thank you so much for um, taking the risks that you did and presenting your work in front of us. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you're a prized student to uh, Dr. Gibson. <laughs> she
2: teaches me every every bit as much as I have ever
1: had to say to her. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, is there any particular question anyone's interested in uh, taking? Uh, Marie.
5: I would like to take six or seven. Okay, anyone else? Jenny,
7: Marie, pick which one do you
5: want? Big. <laughs> <laughs> the other board member. Seven is intriguing because it's it's the catch-all. Uh huh. So, but it, it it could be very big. It could be a big assignment. Okay, I'll take seven. I'll take seven.
4: Okay, Marie, seven. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jenny. I would love one or six.
1: Okay. I'm with you, Ginny. <laughs> I would like one or six.
4: Should we um, rock paper scissors it? I guess. <laughs> Flip <laughs> a coin. <laughs> no, you choose whichever one you want, and I'll have the other one. Okay. Um, I'll do six if that's
1: okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I'd like that. Uh huh. <clears throat> and you're doing one then okay Sanjay
7: I will let Bill pick before either Jane or I pick
8: so Bill Hmm? ask Bill
1: Uh, Bill, is there one in particular you'd like to take or.
6: It makes no difference to me. Okay. Okay. very
1: Good. Thank you.
7: So I will pick three, Jane will pick four and Bill will pick five. Oh, I will pick two. Not three, because three Stephanie has already done.
4: <laughs> I, I see what you're trying to do there, um <laughs> and I wanted to interject. I also would be happy to take two questions um, if anyone isn't interested in doing this. I'm happy to do that. Sanjay, what did you
2: assign us? I. I did.
7: I did. Two. I was trying to do three, but I have to do two. So I will do question number two.
2: What did you give and to Bill and me?
7: Four and five. I give you four and Bill five.
2: Okay. I'm glad to do whatever's left over.
1: Okay,
7: Bill?
6: Bill. Bill. I'm looking at this survey, and the one I got got six questions on it. What are y'all talking about? Yeah,
3: there's there's seven original
6: questions, Bill. Um, the one I'm looking at has six. Yeah. The One that had, was on our agenda tonight.
7: The last one is anything else you want to say?
6: That's not on this one. The last one so I the... got is membership. You so tell me I can't I... read?
7: No, no. I'm saying Marie has picked the one. Somebody even tell us where she picked it from.
4: It's on the no well, I'd on like to
6: just there. get this confusion straight. out. What am I supposed to be doing?
5: Marie Taylor, board member. Uh, maybe, uh, Tanya, you can just read off the questions. Um, the one I have for seven is what else would you like to tell us about the suggested revision of ordinance number 9324? That's why I have a
3: seven. Yep, that's the correct one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this board member do you want me to read through them Tanya yes if you would just for because
1: okay. I think we're looking at two different documents but okay. perhaps okay
3: so the first one that I'm showing is how important is it that the CPRB review Oh no that's not correct is it
2: isn't it what responsibilities
3: what are the responsibilities if any should yes. this be undertaken that's number one number two how important it is that all you know, community member complaints, review all community member complaints, mm-hmm. uh, and then following with that, is please help, please help us better understand your response to the above question.
8: Mm-hmm. The
3: next one is I'm what right now? I'm sorry,
6: I you're you're turning away from the mic, I couldn't hear you.
3: Oh, sorry, Bill. So the second one was how important is it that the CPRB review all community member complaints about the Lawrence police department. And then part of that question is the follow up, please help us better understand your response by the open text box.
6: So there's two, kind of two parts to that. And that's under scope, right? Yes. Is that under number two scope? That's, that's a number two question. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: The third question, are you good? Okay, third question is what other kinds of training, if any, would help the CPRB promote positive and fair community police relations? Number four, how important is it for community members to be able to submit confidential complaints about the Lawrence Police Department directly to the CPRB? With that, the sub text box, please help us understand better your response put additional comments here next question how fair do you think this proposed complaint review process is and then the text box to go with that as well
2: and that's bills right that's five
3: yes yes and then please help us better understand your oh no that's
6: that's that one Well that was the that must have been the sixth one, Jane. So, so membership is six. <clears throat>
3: that was six, cause seven is what else would you like to tell us about the suggested revision of the ordinance? Did
2: you did you miss membership on there, Stephanie? Or is it just you just not seeing it?
3: So that's what I'm wondering, is am I missing that? Because I was reading it off of it. Is a, it
1: is that the uh, how well will these requirements help? the the uh, CPRB reflect community diversity? Yes. Now
3: oh, that's the one I was missing. Yes. Mm-hmm. How well will these requirements help the CPRB reflect community diversity? Okay. That is number 6. And that would be mine. Right? Mm-hmm. So, Bill, yours must be the how important is it for the committee members to be able to submit confidential complaints? No, no. No, How
1: fair do you think this proposed complaint review process is? That's Bill.
3: My gosh, I'm getting now confused. That's
1: okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: So, have the thing open.
1: Is everyone good then? are we good bill you good
6: i guess (laughs) seven different people say seven different things okay
1: so yours absolutely is how fair do you think this proposed complaint review process is i
6: understand that
1: perfect thank you
5: okay marie Marie Taylor, board member, this is important for me since I have the Um, (laughs) catch-all. I have one, Jenny, two, Sanjay, three with Stephanie, already done, check. Four, Jane, five, Bill, six is Tanya, seven is me. Marie. Marie, Mm -hmm. okay.
4: Board member, Jenny? Uh, board member Robinson is there any way since I know we can't email each other Brandon are you able to email that list out or we can just read through it one more time and each write it down we'll all be emailing each other with little extras we find
0: yes assistant city manager Brandon McGuire I will I will email it um,
4: our
1: assignments
0: yes Uh, Marie can you can you repeat that one more time please
5: Murray Taylor, board member, one, Jenny, two, Sanjay, three, Stephanie, four, Jane, five, Bill, six, Tanya, seven, Murray. Thank you. Murray Taylor, board member, did you all just do this on purpose when you designed the questions? Just curious. <laughs> what on purpose?
1: <laughs> Make sure there were seven for each one of us. <laughs> 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 no, but it
2: sure was fortuitous, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Are we ready to move on?
5: Uh Marie. Um uh we have a member of the public here at, Oh, um, yes. And thank I don't you. know if he has wanted to speak on any of the other items or this one, so we should remember that. Abs-
1: absolutely. Thank you. I even have it written down and I was I was uh I was going to do that. So uh, I'd like to recognize Alex at this time.
8: Hi, hello, I'm Alex Kerr. For the last few months, I have been commenting on the CPRB ordinance to help amend the CPRB and the scope and process. So specifically, this board wanted the community to help to improve their work for the greater Lawrence community. They also developed a survey to collect public feedback on this ordinance. I attempted to make sure that everyone I knew did the survey and I promised them that I'd make, make this comment tonight. I just did t- 60 of these papers and these papers uh, tell the reasons why it's important to do this or, or take this survey and uh, how to do it. Uh, we got, I believe 34 people who did it. Um, I do not think we're currently at 100% on this order. My reasoning is that this board is the city commission and also, uh, also, whenever that does happen, I'm 100% support that. Uh, but I also think that this, we really, really, really need to focus on the feedback that we have received, because this is a lot of feedback, and it's very important feedback. Um, so I ask this board to keep on working to make Lawrence a better place. So don't give up on this, because if I'm not finished with this, I don't board and it ain't finished with this we have done a lot but again we're not done people and here's the fact this is true people 20 years from now are going to look at this and say one of these three things it was a great it was a great ordinance it was a bad ordinance or it was a horrible, horrible ordinance now we all everyone on this board and everyone everyone wants a great ordinance and i want everyone to listen to this very closely when I'm about to say but we can't say if it's a great ordinance if this board gives up. So again, if I'm not finished with this, this board isn't finished with this. And thank you. That's all.
1: Okay, uh, thank you, Alex, for your feedback. And thanks for the work that you helped out and i getting so much feedback. Uh, on the survey. Okay, any other uh, comments or, or um, uh, for Alex? Um, Jenny,
4: board member Robinson, I just want to thank Alex for his work in community organizing. And I'm just really impressed with his you know, um, participation in all of our meetings, they can be pretty arduous. Um, so I'm really impressed that he's stuck it out with us. And I just wanna thank you, Alex, for, for your feedback and for your work in our community.
1: Absolutely,
3: thank you, Jenny. Uh, Stephanie? Yeah, I, this board member, Stephanie Littleton, I wanna concur with, with Jenny for Alex's stick to He sits through our long, arduous meetings and he really listens and he's getting you know he's activated in all of this i really appreciate it. so bottom line appreciate all of his you know his time in this and, and attention
1: absolutely thank you stephanie jane
2: i'm jane gibson board member well as long as we're thanking community members um i guess i'd like also to thank stephen watts for his um continued input to our work um and the letter from cynthia courtney this that we 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 absolutely. got we mentioned earlier, but didn't really respond to. She asked a question on there about whether or not we can know um, how many people are listening asynchronously, asynchronously to our um, meeting. And I wanted to answer that question since she asked it. And I, I think that Brandon is better equipped to do it, but I'm pretty sure we don't know how many people listen asynchronously to the to the meetings. Um, but I really appreciated that she spent a lot of time developing her answer to us and that she is um, was willing to give us a lot of feedback on the work that we're doing and the work that we're hoping to do in the in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
3: Thank you, Jane uh, board member, Stephanie. Board member Stephanie Olson Thank you for reminding me of uh, Jane Cindy's letter that she wrote in because I, I noted the same and also she she asked, do you know how often the newspapers are reporting on the meetings. If so do you review the comment section. I don't I can't really specify, but I know I read all of them. I've I do too comments online and in the paper lots of different uh articles that are covering all of these so thank you you put so much into this and we really appreciate it because it's it's very
1: Uh, brandon would you have a response to uh jane's inquiry about uh how many folks are or if you have access to see how many folks might be tuning in
0: assistant city manager brandon mcguire um, At least for the uh, city's youtube channel you can see for yourself um, how many people are viewing it live you can go on there right now and see as well as um, how many people view it over time and so as as people watch it uh, days from now or weeks from now or months from now um, then that number of views will accumulate over time Uh, i'm not exactly sure about the soundcloud podcast um, but I would imagine there's probably some sort of similar metric.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you. Does that answer, Jane? Yeah. So I think that answers Ms. Courtney's question. Yes. Yes, I think it does. Thank
2: you so much. Thank you, Brandon.
0: Yes. And I checked just a little bit ago. Actually, I kind of have a habit of checking that YouTube channel just to see who who all how many people's tuning in. And um, at the time, there were five people uh, viewing the meeting.
1: Okay. Very good. Thank you. Um, Any other comments or questions? And I think we're ready to move on to the next agenda item. Uh, Marie.
5: Marie Taylor, uh, just logistically develop these on our own. And then if we spot some that seem like they go to, they belong in someone else's question, we send those off individually to that person from the list. And then what is and then I guess the plan is that they're compiled at another meeting or I I'm just just curious. Right, thank an you. Answer. Yeah, let's
1: close that loop. Um, Jane. Yeah, I um, thank you for
2: bringing that up, Marie. We mm-hmm. we need um, we need a deadline for ourselves. Um, and um and then we need to think about you know how we will share that information and that's one in which we would violate coma so any summaries right. and lists that we produce will need to go to brandon and uh-huh. i guess they'll be included on the agenda so that we can we'll be able to read them before a meeting um and talk about them there
1: okay um and so um, thank you all so um Brandon, uh, at what point would you have to receive those to prepare the agenda, let's just say hypothetically, for the April meeting?
0: Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, we can post those pretty much any time. Uh, we try to get the agenda out um, the Thursday or Friday afternoon prior to the next week's meeting. Um, some, in, Like, for example, this week, uh, we didn't get it out until Monday. Um, so if I, I, I guess... If possible, ideally, we would have that from you um, the Thursday before the meeting, uh, which would be the, uh, would that would make it the first, I believe.
1: Yeah. Because we meet That's the second, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so ideally, we would have it by the first, but we can always update through our legislative software that the website that the agendas are on we can always update um after we post the agenda Uh, so if you're not able to make that uh april 1st deadline um don't let that hold you up um try to wrap it up as close after that as possible and we'll upload it as an agenda update okay
1: thank you for that information uh, i would agree uh with you jane we do need to submit all of our information directly to brandon and not share it with each other just to to remind folks
2: jane um jane gibson board member i know this is going to be a, a bit of a time crunch for me i've got a, a conference that's going to knock a whole week out of that for me but um i think i can probably pull it off um in addition to my job but i i can do that but i wanted to say um it's probably the best if we can get it as close to the first as possible because we need to give each other time to read it. We will save ourselves a lot of time in our meetings if we don't have to go over the things that we can read beforehand. and I, I know we all know that. Um, so I'm just you know haranguing a little and begging, you know, please read them before we have our meeting. And I also understand if somebody can't get them in early enough, I mean that's just life. That's how that is, and we'll all be certainly accommodating to that. but you know to the extent that we can, it'd be great to get it in as close to the first as possible.
1: Okay. Um, other comments, questions, Bill?
6: Are uh, this is Board Member Graybill. Are you intending to discuss all seven survey things in one meeting? Uh,
1: I I don't think that's the intent. I think um, I think we want to pull them all together, um, and the only way we can do that certainly is um, to centralize them through Brandon and then we have an opportunity to read them um, and maybe review them quickly like we did with with Stephanie's. Uh, Would that be-
6: In one um, meeting? I I, I think so. That doesn't seem like that's given much attention. This is a lot lot of information to discuss. Okay, okay. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we can get through it in two hours.
5: Okay. Well, just, um, you know. Board member Murray. Murray Taylor, board member, I'm agreeing with Bill. Maybe we should have a special meeting in between okay. that just uh, that breaks this up into two into two halves because I'm sure then after that, there's the next discussion, which is how we would, what changes we should make to the draft. Hold those in. Mm-hmm. So between those two conversations, we and and to not push it out for another month we could have a special meeting that would be my suggestion
1: any other recommendations or ideas from the group
2: Jane Um, Jane Gibson board member Um, I've worked with a lot of qualitative data and it really is kind of an iterative process you don't we won't know (laughs) we won't know what we're facing until we face it in a way so it's a good idea to think about having a special meeting to start the process but we don't want to lock ourselves in i think to a timeline that is not reasonable it might be that you know we discover that there is um there's a lot of great information here but not actionable not very much that's actionable with regard to right so it could go a lot faster or there could be a whole lot that we really want to think about because maybe we we really miss some things that we we would like to include and those would require more discussion so I'm just saying that we can't really know you know how much Mm -hmm. time we're going to need I like the idea of having a special meeting to start that process but I don't think we should box ourselves in
1: Mm -hmm. I agree and I would um And then by the end of that special meeting, we can maybe see where we are and what we need to do next. Um, I'm wondering about having that special meeting after our next meeting, um, so folks have enough time to work on the document. Marie?
5: Marie Taylor. So uh, what I'm basically suggesting is that we have our regular meeting and then put a holder on on our calendars in case we need a second special meeting in the same month. Okay. make a bit more progress. So so sort of like um, just reserve the time to sure on our calendars to have a special meeting if it's needed. Okay. thank you. So. Yes, Brandon,
0: Sanjay. uh, Yeah, Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. Um, One other option maybe is to just extend the meeting. And so you could you you don't have to start at seven. A lot of our meetings start earlier than that um, in the evening and so we could uh if it, if it would be possible for everybody's schedule uh we could accommodate a earlier start time just to give you more time so you're not you know going through this at, min, at midnight
1: okay that's that's another option thank you um sanjay
7: sanjay mishra board member all i was going to ask uh, brandon to let us know when the city hall is open because that has to be coordinated too. We may be free Thursdays, but if that all is taken, then we cannot
6: do anything. Mm -hmm.
1: And and quite possibly it would be nice if um, following our next meeting, which is on the 8th, um, if we could have it the following week, what are your thoughts on that?
7: Sanjay? Sanjay Mishra, board member. My thought would be to give two weeks because then people will oh. have some more homework to go through. Okay. We are digesting it right.
1: So that would be the week of the 19th then?
7: Yes, 8, four, okay. 15, 22nd. Yeah. So if you're looking at a Thursday date, it's 22nd. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, <clears throat> for the next meeting on the 8th then would would uh, folks be agreeable to start at six o'clock i see no I'm jane. sorry
2: jane gibson <laughs> board member no and and a three-hour board meeting is is more than i can tolerate and uh, we're going on three hours tonight i'm i can see that we're heading for a, sure. um, a 10 o'clock finish um i think we should always try to finish in two and i like seven to nine thank you
1: all right i'm seeing some agreeable nods there okay very good thank you okay so um it sounds like uh we'll start the work then on the 8th and then look for a possible opening the week of the 19th um we we prefer the 22nd brandon would you have time to check that for us
0: Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. I am not able to access the schedule for this for this room in April. I apologize. I don't have that information.
1: OK. Can you uh, get back to us as soon as you have that information?
0: Yes, I, I will. I'll
1: some possible dates, the week of the 19th.
0: Okay. Yes, I will. I'll have to email. And then maybe we can do a, yet another doodle poll, because I know everybody's getting a lot of doodle polls in the age of Zoom. So
1: okay all right does that sound agreeable with everyone with a consenting nod okay all right consenting nod um all right so um did that close the loop then for everyone stephanie
3: I understand what you said. What
1: was that? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, did, did that close the loop okay um, on wrapping up number two oh, yes. logistically and so we can move on to n- number
2: three? Jane? Uh, Jane Gibson, board member. I'd just like to make a request. So, um, when we come to our next so meeting on April, April the 8th that April we 22nd? have a time frame and we 22nd. try to keep sorry. to that time. That's what they want,
0: April Because It's
2: possible, you know, we could go on for a long, long time, and if we would just agree that we're going to spend X you know, amount of time on an agenda item that would help us to finish in a reasonable time after at our meetings. And I know that's not always easy because all of us are talkers. (laughs) But (laughs) um, we can shoot for for something like that.
1: Okay, all right, very good, thank you. All right, we're on to number three then. Discussion of goals for the community engagement committee. Um, Should new or additional goals be identified or should the committee focus on working through the public survey results? So, we need to spend some time discussing um, goals for the community engagement committee and um, explore that. Stephanie,
3: then Jenny. Sorry, this board member, Stephanie Wilton. I just wanted, I kind of ran downstairs real quick because I wanted to grab a couple of other um, letters that communications that were sent since we're putting things on the record, kind of to give some. Kudos back to a couple of citizens that took some time to write in to all of us, and we all received these communications after our last meeting. So I just wanted to thank Joe Taylor and Scott Stockwell for their time and attention and all the matters that they've responded to our board. So I just wanted to put that out there.
1: On the record. Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah.
4: Okay, Jenny? Um, this may, uh, board member Robinson, this may just be my opinion. Um, but it seems like we've got a good amount of work to do before yep. this meeting. And it seems like it might be potentially unwise to create additional goals for the subcommittee at this moment. Okay.
1: I agree. <laughs> um, I, I think we've got some work to do and we really need to, to flush out that work to work on the ordinance, um, as well as, um, kind of gauge where the, the consultants are and what kind of feedback um,
3: you know we might uh, need to learn about uh, Stephanie. Um, this is board member Stephanie Olton can, can possibly with your subcommittee um, for public engagement or community engagement can we just um, maybe filter some of the information back on the website back through your committee um, since we've put that out there to the city staff maybe and put that back in, in your hands.
5: Marie Taylor, board member, do you mean just for our committee to meet with the city staff to go over the website to kind of so that that's not take, taking up time in the in a in a in a meeting in a board meeting? Yeah. Okay.
3: Thank you. I
5: think that's what is that correct? That's
3: yeah, that was my my thought.
5: Okay. And 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 the, that that mm-hmm. that 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 action item that I had from the from number one yes under c got it i think i understand is that um jenny how does that sound to you i could organize a meeting
4: uh board member robinson is this something that uh we can have a look at the changes that this that the city and staff make and provide feedback maybe at a later meeting um so i feel like we've given them a lot of good information today and then we can kind of go from there um, I, that's kind of the feeling I got from Brandon, is that let them make some changes and then we can provide feedback potentially. Is that right? Did I, am I remembering that correctly, Brandon?
0: Assistant City Mayor. Brandon McGuire. Um, the, mo- the motion was, was fairly specific to direct the staff to make changes that were responsive to the feedback and then return it uh, to the board um I'm 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 gonna have to go back and re-listen to the video sometimes it's hard for me to take motions verbatim so we have to go back and listen to the video to do that as we do the minutes um but I I believe the motion included to bring it back next month
3: this board okay I didn't didn't want to remember it was strictly back to the board so that's fine as well you know we can leave it that way
1: Okay. Uh, recognizing Board Member
0: Bill. Bill, you are muted. Uh,
1: mute.
6: Yeah. Uh, this is Board Member Graybell. What's the difference between uh, the committee uh, setting new goals or identifying new goals and or Should they focus on working through the public survey results? Isn't that doing the same thing that we just got through hashing out or not? I mean, where's the difference between those two things?
5: Marie Taylor. I think I agree with Bill on this. I don't, I think we did some of that work, we divvied up. So I think that part of the of the of number C three has been handled through the prior item. Possibly what maybe a future goal would be to turn some of what we receive from feedback into action items for our board. And maybe that's something that we could then present back. But at, at that point, it's sort of like further digesting of what the the information received back would be but that could happen on unrelated to the ordinance review
1: Mm -hmm. i i understand i i think that's um that's a good recommendation and and when you say um the goal is to um turn the feedback into action and that would be action that specifically at least the priority is to um make sure it's uh toward the work we need to Continue on the ordinance,
5: correct? M- Murray Taylor. I think I took that as not, yes. The ordinance work, which I think we we're going doesn't involve a subcommittee. <laughs> I think we're going to take that feedback probably in a in a group meeting. Uh, I was thinking perhaps ye, the the item meant that we would have some be more some of the self directed action items we would have as a board. Some goals we have to say offer policy recommendations um to uh some 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 of the items that were suggested just some of the training to to start to, to to distill some of that that kind of information we're getting back from the surveys then to take those into action items for the board to have a plan for perfect next, okay.
1: next thank month. you
5: for the clarification on that right. mm-hmm. So beyond just reviewing the ordinance potentially, I mean, I think that to kind of glean some of that, some of that kind of direction we could take.
1: Okay, very good, thank you. Uh, Board Member Bill?
6: Uh, this is the Board Member Gray, but well, I don't recall the specific there. Apparently it was a motion and passed on this item. I don't remember what it was, but my question is working through the public survey results isn't that what we just hashed out that we have to each member has to do and if they're the same thing why are we changing it at this point in time Well well I mean the, why are we changing the first motion that apparently was passed
5: Marie Board member Marie Taylor, so I don't know how, who put the item C3 on the agenda, but I'm sure sure it was uh, more of a placeholder to, to come to some kind of resolution about how we would handle the results, and we decided to handle it under two, so in my. Absolutely. uh, I think that either C3 is moot at this point, or we could take that as an opportunity as to table it for another meeting after we've gone through the survey to figure out if there's any additional goals needed for the subcommittee to work on. Okay, uh, says Stephanie,
3: your hand was up and then Bill. This board member, Stephanie, not to complicate it all, but I think uh, Tanya, when we worked on the agenda with Brandon, was really pretty much a placeholder um, for the subcommittee. Uh, We didn't really have a particular in mind and I thought that maybe you were all going to meet before we had this meeting, um, but that was really a placeholder, if you will, so.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Bill?
6: Uh, this is Board Member Grable in lieu of uh, Board Member Taylor's suggestion, I move we table this item.
1: Okay, hey, there's a motion on the table to take uh, on the <laughs> floor to table this item. Is there a second? Jane?
2: Jane Gibson, board member second.
1: Okay, any discussion? Okay, all those in favor with a yay, all those opposed with a nay? Board member Sanjay?
7: Board member Sanjay Mishra, yes.
4: Stephanie? And uh, yes. Jenny? Board member Robinson, yes. Marie?
5: Marie Taylor, uh, board member, yes.
4: Jane? Board member
5: Gibson, yes. Bill?
6: Board member Graybill, yeah. Uh,
1: Chair Salvini, yeah. And that's seven votes passed unanimously. Uh, Our next meeting is April 8th. And thank you for putting the future dates on at, at this point. Brandon, is there another motion? Jane,
2: board member Jane Gibson, um, do we not usually have something called new business or old business at the end that we can pick up from the past? I don't don't see it on the agenda, but I'd like to ask, um, I I don't see Randy or Tony here, so maybe they're not here, but I'd like to ask at least if, if they're not here tonight for an update at the next meeting on the analysis that we asked them to provide to us that would identify weaknesses or oversights or um, contradictions or conflicts or other problems in the ordinance. So could we put that on the next agenda if they're not here and it's too late to ask them to do it tonight anyway, but could we put that on the next agenda, please do we need Are to there, on it?
1: Yeah. Uh, in a consensus building effort, is everyone agreeable to that? Okay. Very good. Thank you, Jane. Any other, um, recommendations? Okay. If not, is there another motion,
6: Bill? Mr. Board Member Gravel, I move we adjourn.
1: There's a move to adjourn. Uh, second. <coughs> Sanjay. Okay. All those in favor, yay! All those opposed, nay. Sanjay? Yay! <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I think it's unanimous. <laughs> yay! Let's okay. Go. Yay. Everyone's Thank you. yay. All right. Thank you Thank you Tonya. all very Thank much. You, that, Brandon. That you. Thank you. Seven. Thank you all very much. Stephanie, thanks for the great work, all
8: of you. Um looking forward to our next meeting. Okay. Right. Bye-bye.